Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. All right, we're getting into it. Calling this broadcast, I wanted to use that word oasis because, you know, I was kind of talking to Tiff before the broadcast you know, on my idea of, of what I was thinking about wanting to speak with you today. And the Lord was just like, you know, it's time to encourage them. We're getting into that um, part of the year where maybe we haven't seen everything that we have asked God for, or, you know, we're still pressing in. We're still like, where's the breakthrough? And And sometimes within the good fight of faith, sometimes within the pressing in, we tend to let off on the gas, we tend to get a little tired, we tend to, um, you know, kind of just like, oh, well, uh, I'm good with it, and uh, we'll just believe next year. No, 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 we still have so much time this year to get what God said we can have, to do what God said we can do, to implement the, the instructions, to step out in obedience. Don't let another day go by that you're not seeking what God has put on your heart and what you're supposed to be doing. Don't let another day go by. From this broadcast on, don't let another moment go by where you're not uh, in a divine momentum. Because, you know, we kind of, and, and I, have to, I have to be careful of that because sometimes, because it affects your mood, it affects your, per, you know, not, not your personality, but it affects your mood, it affects your emotions. And so you get to that spot where, you know, and it happens to me, my year looks completely different from the moment it starts, you know, besides like traveling and being busy, it looks different. One, I'm a mom. I've got three kids. So, of course, we're here, there, everywhere. We're all over the place. We have different interests, different sports, different this, and homeschool. Okay, so, you know, different parts of the year look different. Then summer, that looks different for me. My time is completely different. You know, I have to stay encouraged in the Lord because there are thoughts that try to like overwhelm me at times, just being transparent with you. You know, I have to actually work the word just like you. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I really think that people look at, you know, leadership and it's like, oh, everything just comes easy for them. Everything just falls into their lap. Oh, everything. But no, I have to work the word just like you. I have to spend time in the word daily. I have to press in. I have to fast. I have to pray. I have to give, you know, and so I I have to encourage myself, you know, in in the word and say, Lord, you know, I feel like a law. Sometimes I feel like, or, or what am I doing? Because, you know, my my heart, everything within me wants to give everything to the ministry. I want to give it my all. There's so many things God has spoken to me to step out and do. There's there's uh, you know other other books I want to write. There's other you know, things, ideas, vis- you know, visions that God has given to me that I want to implement. And so you get excited, right? You get excited at what God has for you. But then you also have to realize that like not everything's going to be done at once and not everything is for that time. So it's kind of about like categorizing it. And it's like, well, what am I doing in this season? And this, because 
you know, as we go through the word of God today, you realize uh, there is a season, just like in the natural, there's a season. And, you know, we are to be productive in every season. That's what the word of God says in Psalm 1 we'll get to. We are to be a producing Christian in every season. There's no like we take off from doing what God has for us. We take off from our visions. We take off from our dreams. No, he says, listen, uh, we, uh, we are going to step out. We're going to do this. We have divine momentum. And there's different momentum, right? There's different momentum uh, with different seasons. So my time in the summer, I always now prepare mentally like, okay, there's a checklist of things I want to do in the ministry, things I want to start, things I want to do while I'm not doing homeschooling, while I'm not teaching right now, let me get that started. Let me get that activated, right? So there's things that, you know, you're doing right now or God's asked you to do or step out and do. And so now is the time. And so, uh, you know, sometimes we get to that point that's like, uh, where's that dry place, you know? But that's why it's had an oasis because in the middle of what feels like a dry place, in the middle of what feels like, wait a second, I feel like I've got brain fog. I can't get this to produce. I can't think to step out. I can't, I feel like a little bit of a, you know, this is kind of the broadcast to be like, hey, let me push you. Let me, you know, you're, you're like, oh, wow, look at that river over the cliff. And I'm the person that come up behind you and, and like kick you in the butt and then you fall off the cliff. <laughs> I, I wanted to see if Tiffany's eyebrows would come up over the camera and they did. She went, yes, yes. yes. So I'm going to be like, oh, you know, are the, I'm going to trick you. Be like, oh, look at that cute little animal down there. And then I'll be like, whoa, like that, you know, but it's good. It's good to have friends like that because <laughs> it's good. I promise you it's good. But because sometimes we do, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she just wrote me to your death. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, all right, so when it looks like a dry place or a dry season, we're going to remember, first of all, what we got, Isaiah. For the Lord is good, 4518, and he created the heavens and the earth and put everything into place. He made the world we live in not to be a place of empty chaos. I am the Lord, he says, and there is no other. I publicly proclaim bold promises. I do not whisper obscurities in some dark corner. I would uh, have, have I not told the people of Israel to seek me if I could not be found? I, the Lord, speak only what is true and declare only what is right. So he's created everything. He's formed it. He knows everything. <laughs> Angie, just a quick drop kick. Listen, guys, you make me sound so violent and mean. I'm here for you. I love you. <laughs> hey, Brooke. And so we go into this, you know, um, dry place. I mean, I have no other. I just envision it as it. That's why I tell the Oasis. And so it's like we're in this desert part, but 
I'm going to see, we, we see the oasis. We see what is producing. It's water. It, it, it's, it's, let's actually, let's go over to Psalm 1 while I have that, while we're talking about the dry places. Because um, he makes himself, you know, by reading those verses, he makes himself like findable. Jesus is saying, I created this. I'm findable. I've got instruction for you that's going to bring blessing. I've got instruction for you that's going to be everything he tells us is beneficial to our life, whether it's saving us from something that's obviously going to benefit our life, right? Or he's saying, listen, step out and do this by faith because this is going to happen with your family. This is going to happen with you. This is going to be a blessing on your business. So every which way that he's giving us instruction is always going to be beneficial to us. All right, so if we read Psalm 1, I'm just going to go through it quickly and then we'll talk on it. Oh, the joys who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They're like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in what? Each season, all seasons. So it is possible to have a different look, a different place, a different, uh, what you're doing differently. You know, what I'm doing at the end of the year isn't exactly how I started the beginning of the year. Just like I told you, what I do in the summer and get to focus on is different than what happens in the fall. When I, when I get a little bit different change up on my plate, I got homeschool, I got this, the kids get into activities, uh, we're still traveling. You know, so it, it's going to be, it's going to look different. But the word of God is telling us that we can be productive. We can see manifestation in each season. If we're not seeing production in our lives and we're feeling stagnant and we're feeling, you know, just like we're stuck, like our feet are stuck in, in, in mud, cement, then we've missed something. And then that's okay. We go back to the word of God. We go back and ask the Holy Spirit, what, what instruction, what what is it? What has stolen my time? What has stolen my joy? What has stolen my, my push forward? What's stolen my hunger? Because the Bible is clear. Those who hunger and thirst will be filled. And that is all fuel. That's all motivation to push us forward. So it says you're going to bear fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. They prosper in all they do. So I wrote down the change of season doesn't mean a drought, okay? The change of season doesn't mean a drought. It clearly says right here that we are to be like trees planted along the riverbank. So if we're trees planted along the riverbank, we're strong, right? We're unshakable, like I was speaking about earlier. We're, we're planted in a firm foundation. We've got big chunky roots. We've got roots that are connected to the riverbank. Well, we know Jesus is the, you know, he's the river of life. He, he is, when we're connected to the source, that's what you're going to bear fruit from. When you're connected to the source, if, if you have a device that's not plugged into an electric source, that thing isn't going to get power. That thing isn't going to produce for you. That, that computer's not going to turn on. The iPad's not going to work. That, the battery's dead. But when you connect it to a life source, then you can work. You can function. You can produce. Same thing. 
what we're connected to. Are we connected to uh, Jesus? Are we connected to his word? Are we, I mean, just anything. Are we, who are we connected to? Are we connected to the right friends? Are we connected to the right words that we're hearing, the right, uh, the right confession? Are we connected to that? What are we connected to? Because when you're connected to the right source, then it says right here, your leaves will never wither. That means you're not going to get, uh, we're, we're, it, not that you don't ever get physically tired because you have to take care of your body and that you have to sleep, you have to eat right, you have to rest. You have, there's, there's natural things you have to take care of. But it says right here, the leaves never wither. We're not going to look, we're not going to look different as far as, you know, one, one time we're like this in a law. Now we're, we're scratching, you know, to get out. No, our, we're going to look strong. We're going to look healthy. We're going we're gonna to bear fruit. What we're doing, what we're giving, what we're doing, what God said. That's anything. Stepping out, moving, uh, going higher in your job. What God's asked us to do, starting a business. All of that's going to bear much fruit. And that's what other people get to see. That's, I mean, we know through other parts of the Bible, it talks about you're known by your fruit. There's a reason there. And we got the fruit of the Spirit. You're known by your fruit. What are you producing in your life? All right? And learn from that momentum for that season. I've had to do that. Everything, as you change ages, as you change your lifestyle, you know, you go from single to being married, that's going to look different. You go from being married to having kids, that's going to look different. You go from living here to living over here, that's going to look different, right? It, 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 things in your life are going to look different. You've got to be okay with change. This side note for anyone listening that doesn't like change, that's what living for the Lord is all about, change. I mentioned it earlier. You will look different change. How you react to things, there has to be a change. There, there always has to be a change because if you're just stagnant and you are just happy, we're, we're being complacent, we're just good, don't rock the boat, right? That's why a lot of people that, why would, why would we, why would we go move? God told us to move, but like, why would we go move? These are just examples because they're things I've had to deal with. Everything looks good. Got a great house. Uh, the job's good. The job is set. I'm comfortable. I know what comes in. I know what we make. Why would, why would we rock the boat? Why would we, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's, <laughs> that's like people's mentality. But it doesn't have to be broken to fix something. It's God said, step out and do this. God said, start this. God's given you ideas. He's given you dreams. He's given you visions. He's put a, a, a burning in your spirit to do something. That's for everybody. That's not just for leadership. That's for every believer. We're filled with the Holy Spirit. He's our guide. He's speaking to you daily. So we have to go and we have to do things. And so you learn from the momentum of that season. You learn from stepping out. And, and production is possible in every season. And then stop comparing yourself to what others are doing. That, that's a deep one. Because 
will not step out and do something because we end up comparing ourselves to what other people are doing, what they're saying, what they have, what they don't have. You literally have to live this life with blinders on, right here, just like this. Stay in your lane, stay where God's called you, stay what God's talked to you about, give what God's told you to give. The Holy Spirit is never gonna put you in a crippling position. You know, we need to hear the testimonies of faith. We need to hear the testimonies of giving but you have to keep the blinders on because he's gonna tell you what to do where you're at to get you where you're hearing that testimony at. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I declare that Ted and I will write a million dollar check to sow in our life. I'm not there quite yet, but, and then I'm not gonna try to write that million dollar check yet he hasn't instructed me yet, but I know it's in my heart. I know it's bubbling and it's gonna be a production that we see in our lifetime. But I'm gonna put the blinders on and I'm gonna get the faith-filled messages and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. It's gonna lead me to get the steps to do what God's called me to do, to get to that position. He wants to set us up, but we get comfortable. Now, it's fall, y'all. That's what everyone, what everyone says. Okay, it's fall, y'all. We got our feet up on the table, right? I see all the memes now. We got the, I don't even like it. I don't do pumpkin spice lattes. I'm not that white basic chick. That's just not, I'm sorry, guys. I've let you down for all the women out there in the world. But, you know, we just like, everyone's like, ooh, now I'm gonna get my Snuggies on. And I put my feet up on the coffee table and fall's coming. Where's my pumpkins? Where's my cinnamon? Where's all my pumpkin desserts and coffee? And you can like pumpkin spice all you like. That's not what I'm mocking right now. I'm mocking how people get comfortable. This is their comfy season. I always call this like everyone's going into the cozy season. We got hot chocolates, we got hay rides, and then everyone's like, well, I'm done working. I'm done working this year. I'm done. No, you know, we'll start over the word of the Lord in January, and that's just when we're going to get it. We'll just pause the rest of this year. This is our, our cozy season we're walking in, and I'm trying to tell you, no. We have so much to do before the end of the year. So much to get ready for. So much to push God for. To be like, listen, Lord, this is what you've told me to do. This is what I feel. I'm not gonna let December 31st come and go and what you said for 2023 not be completed. That's what we have to get. That's how we have to be. We have to say, hey, right now, I feel like I'm in a desert. Right now, I'm looking around, dry land, right? I'm looking around, it, it's hot, it's barren, but no, there is an oasis that's keeping in front of my face. There is an oasis, there is a riverbank. This is where my tree is being planted. This is where my roots are receiving from and I'm gonna bear fruit. I'm gonna see manifestation in each season. What God did in the first quarter was the best. What he's doing in the second quarter is even greater. Third quarter, gonna blow my mind. 
fourth quarter is going to blow everything else out of the water. And that's how you have to speak, not getting comfortable. That's right, Nilsa. Can't get comfortable, the work's not done. We can't get comfortable, the work is not done. Amen. Amen. Um, one of my uh, favorite uh, women of God that I love listening to is Pastor Nancy Dufresne, and she said once, how well we run is affected by how well we listen to the Holy Spirit guiding us for our life. Think about that for a second. How well we run is, how, is affected by how well we listen to the Holy Spirit. If you feel like you've gotten in the comfort zone, you feel like I'm, I'm tired, you feel like I want to put my feet up, how well have you listened? He's not going to run you ragged through this life. He's not going to uh, steer you wrong. It's you've just decided there's been a detour that you've gone on. You've decided uh, the Holy Spirit uh, gives you kind of suggestions and you're like, ah, eh, I don't. I don't, I don't know if this is the right time to do that. I don't, you know, like I said, if he said it, he's not dangling a carrot in front of your face to be like, hmm, this sounds like a good idea. Take it or leave it. No, he knows specifically, this is what you should do. This is what you need to be doing. This is where you need to go. And when you do it, there's always the blessing stepping out in the obedience of God. Always provision always being taken care of, always. He will lead you into that spot. Um, in Joshua 18, you know, when the Israelites, uh, when you go through uh, Genesis and you go through, what in the world? My, water, my Bible has been dunked in water. My Bible has been Joshua judges. There we go. Thank you, Joshua. Uh, so everything is sticking together nowadays. All right. So, you know, thinking about the Israelites, if you take a moment, he led them. He, he led them through the wilderness and always provided for them. They, they would panic. They were in unbelief and doubt. But God's saying, look at this. And uh, where was I just reading before I... It's in Genesis. And he says... Is this Genesis 22? Um, but in Genesis, when he's when he's leading them, oh no, was it? It was Exodus. Just kidding. J.K. Guys, I think it was Exodus 17. I was reading. Yes, I'm there. Don't you worry about me. All right. Uh, in Exodus 17, when he's going when he's providing water, he's asking Moses, right, on the rock. I thought this was interesting when I was reading it today and I had never seen it before. That's why I, I am always like, you know, you think you, you read things and you're good with it. Read it again, read stuff again, read stories again. Never stop reading the Bible because something fresh and new always pops out. But, and I've, of course I've read, you know, through, through the Bible and through Exodus and you know the story of Israelites and you know, he tells Moses to strike the water. But I love this. At the Lord's command, the whole community of Israel left the wilderness and moved from, the, moved from place to place. Eventually, they camped 
but there was no water there for the people to drink. And I got hung up on the first verse of Exodus 17.1. Didn't mean to get hung up on it. I was actually reading through to get to the verse where it talks about Moses striking water because, you know, he's giving you water in a, in a dry land. He's providing, right, for you. But I got stuck on verse 1. And it was like I could see one part was highlighted and another part was highlighted when I was reading it. At the Lord's command, the whole community of Israel left the wilderness and they were moving from place to place. Now, he's, he, he's not a bad heavenly father and he's not a bad God and he always wants you to produce and his, his words always on multiplication. So that caught my thing. He's like, he's moving them at a command. He's moving them. He moves them to a place where there's no water for them to drink. What a horrible father, right? That's what people would think. Why are you setting us up for failure? Why would, why would, no. He knows when you fully depend on him, when you get to that trusting place and you get to that point where it's like, you know, there is nothing else for me to do. There's nothing else for me to do but believe in God's goodness and what his instruction has said. He is a provider. And look, he told Moses, strike the rock and water will come gushing out. Then people will be able to drink. So Moses struck the rock at what he was told and the water gushed out. I love that. I love that because it says he commanded them. So there was an instruction. He brought them to a place where they were like, uh, there is nothing. There's no water here. How are we going to survive? And then he gives another instruction and says, Moses, do what I'm telling you to do. When you step out and do what I'm telling you to do, there's a manifestation. There is provision. There is more than enough. I will provide for you. I'll take care of you. And they were able to drink. He's not, uh, he's not a dumb God. He's not giving you an instruction for you to be hindered. He literally brought them to a place where they were like, why are we even here? There's no water. But I love that. I love that. They, they, Moses went out on an instruction. It said at the Lord's command and he brought them there, but there was no water there for the people to drink. Think about that. Stepping out, stepping out and doing and connecting, connecting to the source, connecting to the source. And then I put one more quote that I had from Dr. Miles Monroe before we wrap up. Don't be pushed by your problems. Be led by your dreams. We know that um, the dreams, the desires in our heart are dropped in there by our Heavenly Father, right? It says, govern your life by priorities, not your pressures. By your priorities, not your pressures. I'm going to say that again. Don't be pushed by your problems. Be led by your dreams. Govern your life by priorities, not your pressures. Don't let the pressures of this world be in the driver's seat of your life. Don't. We're going we're gonna to produce in every season. We're connected to the right source. We're not going to let the naysayers. We're not going to let fear. We're not going to let financial, any pressure put us in the wrong 
place in Jesus' name. Yes, he does, Emily. He has, he has great quotes. He, 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 he has great books too. But I love that. We're not going to be pushed around by the problems of this world. We're not going to say, God gave me that dream. It's so far off. No, we're going to say, Lord, you gave me this dream. How can I get to it faster? How can I get to it this year? How can I get to it? Every season you told us we're going to multiply. Every season you told me my, my leaves are never going to wither. I'm never going to dry up. I'm connected to the source. I'm speaking the right word. I'm believing in your word. I'm confessing in your word. I'm praying. I'm spending time with you. I'm being downloaded by the Holy Spirit. I'm listening to your voice. I'm shutting out every other voice. That's how we have to be. We're going to be the unshakable women of God this year. We're not going to let pressures. We're not going to let a change of season. We're going to live in a divine momentum. We're going to put our foot on the gas pedal. We're not going to sit back and let everything else happen for everybody else. No, he has something special for you. He has something incredible for you. He has, you know, miracles for you. We're not going to look back. I'm not going to just hear stories of Jesus healing everybody else and not operating in my own life, in my children's life, in my family's life. You know, hearing testimonies and stories are great. We must, right? We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. It, it helps other people overcome. Those are great. But I'm not going to just look at this as a storybook. This is alive and powerful. I want miracles. I want to operate at a higher level. I want to have the spirit of faith and it increase and I'm able to pull in from heaven on earth what God has for me. I, I, I want to see it. I'm happy that it's happening for somebody else, but now it's like, all right, Lord, that's what you have to be. All right, Lord, what's the instruction? What is it that I need to do to, to see that happened for me, to see that happen in my church, to see that we're always going higher. We're always supposed to be uh, going. There's no cap on our faith. There's no cap on, you know, well, they only get 100 miracles in their entire life. And once they've reached 100, then, you know, there's no more. No, everything God has for us is endless until his return. Everything is endless. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for the women that are watching today, the ones that are listening on the replay, each and every person, male or female, thank you, Lord, that what you have for us is so divine, so special to our specific life, Lord. Thank you for the gift of faith. Thank you that we're able to step out with boldness. Thank you that you've uh, downloaded visions and dreams into our spirit, Lord, that are going to come to pass before the end of the year. Truly a year of transformation is going to happen for us within our lives, within our children, within our family, within our mind. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have set up for us is only good, only powerful, only beneficial to do what you've called us to do. Thank you, Lord, for divine momentum that we're not going to step back. We're not going to let go. We're going to have a bulldog tenacity, a bulldog faith to latch on to what you have specifically for us. Miracles. You have instructions. You have specific things pertaining to our life for favor on our life, Lord. And I ask you now that we rise up we get a new Holy Ghost boldness 
to take what's ours, to do what you've called us to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, 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 amen. Amen.